there. Fantastic. Okay, so welcome everyone to Naturally Healthy Club week 24. And today we're going to be talking about how to navigate derailments. And we're also going to recap lessons from the scale because it came up last in last week's call that uh, a couple of people, well, actually pretty much some like a lot of people like don't see clearly correlation between or they can't make sense of, of, uh, of the, the results that you get, they're getting on the scale. So I thought it would be helpful. It's always helpful to go over that because it is a new skill that we're learning and there are a lot of factors at play. So we'll, we'll cover both of those. But I wanted to start with a quote. And I actually can't remember if it's from Brian Tracy or Napoleon Hill who wrote Think and Grow Rich, but it's how you think when you lose determines how long it will be before you win. And I often think of this, like I don't know why this gets this quote is stuck in my head, but often if I'm feeling disappointment of feeling like I'm not making progress on a goal, I'll have this thought, how, how I think when I lose determines how long it will be before I win. And it's so true because we can – have a derailment we can have a difficult situation we can have a setback in on our on in our goals on our progress on our way to our goals and we have two options we can either use that as as like use that to propel us to make changes and to course correct and to and to to head in a different direction or we can use it to so when we have a derailment we can let it like oh you know just kind of throw our hands up and and let it really put us off track for a long time. So it's the, how we think in those moments determines how quickly we we get we come back to making progress. So just thought I would throw that one out there as a as a helpful one, particularly since we're talking about uh, derailments today. That can be help a helpful thought in those moments is just reminding ourselves that actually, because and, and oftentimes when we feel like we're not making we're in that derailment situation. You know, we we feel very unempowered, and so this remind this like reminding ourselves that actually, you know, how I think about this is going to determine like the trajectory of like like how quickly I turn this around. It's up to me, and that feels very empowering. And when we feel empowered, of course, we're we're more likely to get back on the horse or do whatever it is that we need to do that is going to to help us move forward. So. That is, yeah, that's what I wanted to start with. So our plan today is I'm going to, um, you know, rather than go through our whole process, I'm just going to focus on the the um, T for tracking. So we're going to look at what um, what causes weight fluctuations, which we did way back in like week three, I think, so a long time ago. Uh, then I've got a bit of news to share and then we'll recap last week's lesson, which was positive restriction. And then we're going to talk about this idea, like, I'm going to talk you through how to navigate derailments when they come up. And then I want to hear from you guys and hear a weekly win. And then also if we, if there's anyone that needs coaching, we can do coaching at the end. Uh, so our NHC process, so remember four parts to our process, L I T E. And normally intentional choices is the, really the number one focus. Uh, but today I thought like, let's dive into tracking and, um, yeah, and just just refresh our memories on all the things that can contribute to the weight fluctuating up and up and down. And I guess the the first thing with tracking is remembering that we're doing this as a tool to help us. It's not something that we're doing to make us feel bad. And if you are weighing yourself and the predominant feeling that you have is negative, 
then we, what we want to, what we like definitely reach out for coaching because it's not meant to be an exercise in torture. It's meant to be an exercise in support. And that's, it was interesting. I was talking to someone in the um, staying naturally healthy group yesterday and she was uh, reflecting back. So she's been in NHC for a year and she was reflecting back on before she joined and she was like at the beginning, she was like, I'm not, I'm never going to like that weigh myself thing. It's going to suck. I'm really going to really hate it. And she was like, no, if Jules is saying it's part of the process, I'm going to give it a go. I'll experiment. And then she was, she was talking, she was just remembering, she was laughing at it. She was like, I really love weighing myself every day now. She's like, I love having that. That little bit of feedback is really helpful for keeping me on track and stopping me from getting derailed. So um, yes. So yeah, it's not meant to be an arduous thing. And if it does feel like, like really awful, then that's always to do with the thought. So we can always just reach out for coaching if it is feeling hard and I, I can I can help you that. So the thing with tracking is that we also like it's important to be careful about what we make the data mean. And and it's also I think our brains can often want to go to uh like projecting, you know, using like the, the current current data to project out into the future and like either like, oh yes, we're going to like totally achieve our goals or 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 we're never going to get there type of thoughts and so what you what we like what I think is more helpful is just to remember okay I just this is just about today and yesterday and tomorrow's data is just about today and yesterday and just keep that focus on one day at a time rather than letting your brain go into the future tripping thing because we don't really know like just because this happened yesterday doesn't mean that that's going to repeat and you actually have an opportunity to impact what happens tomorrow so using the data but just keeping it at one day at a time I think is the is the best way to do it um and the other thing with tracking is yeah like this is a tool to help you so going into it with this thought that oh yeah like it's just data I'm just doing this to 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 help me is is really key so there are a number of things that cause weight to fluctuate up and down. And if you haven't, like, if you are one of the people that it's like, oh, I don't really see a clear correlation, then like, absolutely, like in the beginning, that's totally normal. And, and, and it's because there are all these factors at play. But I think when you, but when you remember that it's not just like how, how much you think you ate the previous day that plays into it, uh, I think like then and you and you can have more uh, when you're going through when you're thinking it through you have thinking you, there are more areas that you're looking at that could have contributed to it it become does become easier to see fluctuations that being said there are still times where you get like a crazy result either up or down and you're like and you like you there you, you can't see it and that's fine like don't but but more often than not you you should be able to pinpoints something and if you can't then like you can always like ask for coaching go hey this is my day yesterday and I can't see why it's up or down and I can I can I can help you as well like having a separate another set of eyes can can be helpful so this is in circle in the bonus resources section but I'll, I'll just paste it in the chat for everyone so you can get it in front of you as well as I'm going through okay so things that cause our weight to fluctuate. Are, oh, and the, oh, the other thing to remember is that our weight's supposed to fluctuate because, because there's so many, all these factors. It's like, and I will share someone else's uh, graph 
from a, a previous group, but it's this, this, this daily fluctuation is meant to happen. It's not, we're not supposed to be weighing exactly the same number every day. So if it goes up and down by, you know, a, a pound or a two pounds, like that's, that's with, well, yeah, so half a kilo or a kilo, that's kind of within the, in the, in the normal range. Okay. So things that cause weight to fluctuate up, eating more than enough, eating more than enough and eating more than enough. So yeah, what, how much we eat the previous day is the number one thing that contributes to the scale. Um, number four is grazing. And the reason that grazing can cause weight to fluctuate up is because we can actually, when we're eating little bits all throughout the day, we can actually pack away a lot of food, but not ever have that really full, uh, full oversatisfied stuffed feeling. So, um, so grazing, that's another reason, one of the many reasons why like grazing isn't helpful is because we like having all these little bits, squirreling them away. And then like the next day we'll weigh ourselves out, so weight will be up, but, and, but we'll be thinking, oh, but I didn't have that much. Like, oh, I didn't have, I skipped dinner or whatever it was. And so grazing, definitely a, a sneaky one. Next is constipation. So our gut health is so like has a huge impact on this. And there's two reason why, two reasons why constipation causes your weight to, to fluctuate up. One is just the physical, uh, you know, having that physical mass in your digestive system in the body, like that, that it, like that, that you know, contributes to, to weight. But the other thing is that when your when your um, digestive system is really slow, like slow, it your body actually absorbs more nutrients from the food than it would if it's like if it's going through you at a, at a normal space and speed and fascinatingly uh when we're pregnant uh there's a like part of the pregnancy hormones one of the impacts of those is that it actually naturally slows down our digestive system so um so that we are able to absorb more nutrients from the food that we're eating so that the you know fetus gets 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 what it needs so this is like so the, those two things together do have a significant impact so if your weight is fluctuating up like that's often and you feel like you haven't really overeaten the previous day or eaten more than you would normally eat the previous day often that the gut health piece is playing playing a, a, a factor in it if you have a high salt day, if particularly if you're not used to having a lot of salt and then you particularly like I find soy sauce for me really, really does it, um, that that causes your weight to fluctuate up more than you would expect because, and the reason for that is like when we've got more salt, we retain more water. So um, that has a, has a huge impact. Then having like a high, the next one is high carb foods. So this only applies if you normally every day eat a certain amount of carbohydrate then having like that's not going to cause your weight to go go up disproportionately um it's only if you normally if you have low carb or, or you're keto and then you have a carby day um and the reason so the reason for this is because when we fill up our glycogen stores which is our short-term carbohydrate store when we have have a lot of carbs the to store as glycogen with every gram of carb you, carb you eat, you're actually storing four grams of water. So that's why you get that thing called water weight. And so um, that's why high carb 
foods can cause you to like fluctuate up higher. Like, so you may not have eaten that much, but then you're like, whoa, why's it up so high? And it's because of this storage thing. And so when you go back to eating low carb, that often, so it often comes back, comes back off quite quickly. But if you already have that baseline of eating a certain amount of carbs every day, you won't see that spike because your glycogen stores are already, already there. Um, next one is high fat foods. And the reason why if you eat a lot of fatty, and I don't really notice this because often on the weekends, like we'll have, you know, what happened to me, we had like a pulled pork shoulder, we had like, which is amazing. Um, or like from having like lamb, lamb with a lot of lamb chops with a lot of fat on them. And the reason that fat is, um, can cause the weight to fluctuate up is, is in a surprising way is that, um, you don't because it's so like the so energy dense. You don't have that that physical feeling of oh I ate too much. It's re really full in the moment. So it can be sneaky that you've actually have eaten a lot of calories on that day, but you don't have that that physical bulky feeling in your body because the fat doesn't have that doesn't take up. So and and just to remind that none of this is to say that salty food or high carb food or fat fatty foods are bad <laughs> it's just that they have this impact like on this immediate fluctuation so like yes definitely include them on in your life and know that okay i'm just going to see this spike on the scale tomorrow and that's totally fine like and it's you know it's worth it to have that spike sometimes to enjoy these foods like that so that's another important part with this is like i'm not, not saying like don't include these types of foods in your life because that would be miserable. <laughs> uh, but just, but, but I'm saying so that you, you understand, you have that, you can see so that you can see the correlations. Um, and next one is heavy weight session. Personally, I don't experience this. I don't think I work out enough, but some people do notice that if they do a lot of like lifting heavy weights that that can I'm not sure the mechanism there but that can cause their weight to fluctuate up it's something to do with water retention in the muscle um and then the other other thing that can cause weight to fluctuate up is like hormone stuff so often people will notice just before you get your period or when you get your period that there's a water retention and that can cause the weight to be higher and then things that cause the weight to fluctuate down are pretty much the opposite of that so when you're listening to your body and being intentional with your serving sizes that's that's the key 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 thing to get the weight to go down um so yeah this being intentional with how much you're eating having proper meals so that you're uh like getting that that feeling of satiety and you're not not, not grazing is key if you've got diarrhea we don't want this to happen of course but that often like your weight will be like whoa right down and you'll be like oh hang on i thought i still ate a fair bit and that's because that that double thing of like the gi tract is empty so or emptier than it normally is so that's one contribution one way it contributes to weight fluctuating down and the other is like like when the food's going straight through you like when it's going straight through you you're not absorbing the nutrients so that's the, the second second thing um, high protein food can help um, cause weight to fluctuate down. So you can actually be eating, if you're eating a, a decent amount of protein, because that's helping you feel satisfied, that can, um, and means you're less likely to be overeating um, in other parts of the day. So your overall intake for the day can be less. So that's a, that's a great strategy. Um, eating high fiber food can also cause your weight to fluctuate down. And that's because you get this, 
physical feeling of fullness. So it's if you're eating a lot of fiber, it is harder to overeat because you have like you feel that full feeling in your stomach more. Whereas if it's like same calories, but it's something that's, uh, you know, something that's really fatty, but it could be like the same amount of actual energy that you're eating, but the actual space that it takes up, like physical space that it takes up in your stomach and that physical sense of fullness that you get is less. Um, then there's also dehydration. So if you, yeah, haven't had a lot to drink, then that can cause your weight to, to go down. And alcohol is an interesting one. So for a, some people, alcohol causes weight to fluctuate down and that's because of it's, um, it dehydrates you. And also because it's, um, there's a nice little bonus with having alcohol in that it actually improves your insulin sensitivity slightly. Uh, so some people will notice if they have, have wine with a meal that, or have a heavy drinking session that the weight won't be, it might be up a little bit, but it won't be as up as much as they would have thought it would be. But then the other side of alcohol is that sometimes it can cause your weight to fluctuate up. And that's because other people, that's because when they're drinking, they tend to overeat as well. Like that's kind of like they're, they're more permissive and less intentional because of the way that alcohol impacts our brain. So some people notice that if they have alcohol, their weight goes up the next day and some people notice the opposite. But for me, I think for most people, it tends to be the opposite. So I put it in the fluctuate down category. So that is, that's all the things that can, um, and there are other factors that, that can cause weight to, change like your sleep your activity levels your stress if you've got insulin resistance but they 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 impact longer trends they don't necessarily cause these daily fluctuations so i didn't include them in the, in that list um and i'm just going to share actually i'll do i'll just open this um i'm just going to share someone's chart who had posted this in the group ages ago uh, go back to Zoom, share screen. If you want Jules, you can do this quickly. Um, I've got too many things open <laughs> now. Where is it? <laughs> uh, is that it? I hope so. Let's share. Uh, there we go. Okay, great. Can you guys see a chart? <laughs> yeah, okay, amazing. So, yeah, this is, um, yeah, so it was posted two years ago. There we go. Veronica's chart but you can see like that's all her data points and there were times where it was it, you know it is like it's fluctuating up and down every day but then when you zoom out and look at the picture overall you can see obviously like that that it's gone down but you know that you look at the outliers and there'll be things that go up and down so this is what we expect to see is that we expect to see you know, and then you know, a month there where it wasn't really moving and then it's just started to move down a little bit, but then it's kind of stopped. So, so this is normal, like this is normal life. And I, I like it, it's, it's okay. If your chart looks like this, like with little spots all, all over the place, I think is, is what I want, but it is really helpful. I think to have a way, like whether that's you're using a spreadsheet or you using one of the apps to see, um, to see, see, to help you see the trends because what's important is the trend rather than the the daily fluctuations and okay so stop share amazing back to my notes great so does anyone have any questions or is anyone feeling a bit um yeah anything you want to 
anything coming up for you in terms of weight fluctuations stuff just checking the gallery are we feeling like yes Jules I've got it now I can figure this out no got nothing Adine question tell me tell me Adine <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say, because we had talked about this last week and your suggestion of adding to adding the magnesium oh, yes. into my diet. Unbelievably amazing. It totally really? works. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And oh. now, I, but I realized, I was thinking, I was like, how is this that I never, and I've never been consistent with my pills, which we know, but it was also, it mattered when. It's a, it's such a matter of the when piece. So I take that now first thing in the morning. So I get up with the girls really early, quarter to seven, seven o'clock. And I will like take it first thing in the morning, which is even two hours before I'm eating. It makes such a difference. And if I feel like it's sort of things are not moving, I'll take it again, sort of afternoony to sort of get things moving to make sure that tomorrow, the next day will work. It's, it's just, and Saturday on purpose, I know I wasn't going to be home for almost 15 hours, so I didn't want to have to go to the bathroom, so I didn't take it. No bathroom on Saturday and no bathroom on Sunday. But then I took it again on Sunday, and this morning we are a happy person again. It's amazing. Amazing, amazing. Adine. Yay. <laughs> I love that we can share these things. Oh, that's so good. I'm so happy to hear that, Adine. Yeah. Uh, and you're just taking the amount that's on the pack that you're. Yeah. Well, it said, I don't know, you know, two to four. So I, so, so I, I take two in the, I do two in the morning. And then if, if I feel like I need then two more in the afternoon. Also, I know, right. If it's, if I am having a heart, a heavy carby day or that stuff that sort of doesn't always agree with my system, then a little bit of extra just to make sure that it's all working. There we go. There we go. And the good thing is magnesium is helpful for other things as well. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> yay, I'm so happy to hear that. And how's it like the weight going, Adine? Oh, I have to say this weekend was full of craziness, although I didn't, I didn't overeat. I've really been hardcore with my big chunk of break between sort of even one o'clock and to six or one to seven with a big chunk. Um, even though it was super busy. So the weight hasn't changed a lot. But, but it's going up. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. But it really that that is so the least of my worries now that things are just working. Uh, yeah, it feels so much better. <laughs> it's just I'm so and, happy to hear that, Adine. Yay, yay, yay. Yeah. Okay. Jesus says I'm going to have to try it. <laughs> yeah, everyone, magnesium, most people are deficient in magnesium. So if you aren't already taking it, highly recommend um, give, just doing an experiment like Adine did. So great. Excellent. Okay, and then Jen said in the chat, um, I'm still not really sure I see a correlation, but maybe it will come in time. Also, I can't talk today. Um, yeah, Jen, maybe what might be helpful is to just grab the um, – grab this list, print it out from circle or print it up from the chat, just copy and paste it and print it up from the chat here. And just like when you get a fluctuation that you're like, oh, I can't see any correlation, just read through the list in the moment again or like post in the group and let me know and we can like just 
good yes it, it definitely it's like thinking of it as a skill that will come over time is that the more you tune in and the more you think of all these different possibilities rather than just be be thinking about how much food you ate the previous day I think it will it will help so um Jen's gonna try magnesium as well amazing okay magnesium cells going up <laughs> on the world okay so um oh gosh I went into that in a lot more detail than I was planning okay so news for this week Jennifer yay congratulations posted the week prize and Jennifer had shared wins for the week my tiny win for the week is my continued tracking including weight um weighing myself and my other tiny win was thinking ahead prior to meeting some friends for dinner the restaurant was chosen was at BYOB bring your own bottle making drinking less expensive and maybe um lend itself to overindulging I decided on my um meal ahead of time and and a plan I thought of a bottle of wine and also flavored salsa so I choose to chose to drink the salsa before the meal and had the wine with dinner I kept my meal portion small and paced myself so yay celebrating Jennifer and also celebrating Jennifer for being supportive of Marisa when Marisa was struggling and just encouraging her to get back on the scale so that was that was really really lovely Jennifer and um and the other news, just I sent you guys in the email this week about what's next in terms of we've got two more calls for this group, which is kind of amazing how, how time flies. Uh, and so if you want to complete at the end of the six months, you need let me know that you're ready to complete. Or the other option is you can continue on with the staying naturally healthy group. And that's like month to month. So you, can, you don't have to sign up for another six months. You can just do one month or two months. And with that, all the details are in the email, but you basically get everything that you're currently getting. Plus we have a, have monthly, a monthly call for the staying naturally healthy group, which is actually on this week. Um, and I'm going to be introducing some new things to the NHC for the next group. So I'm going to introduce, uh, a, what I'm calling a toolbox, or I was actually thinking the other day, it could be a, call it a medicine chest, but it's like, so rather, cause we have all these lessons in the weekly calls, but they're all you know, in that hour long format. So what I'm going to do is actually record some, some of the bonus lessons as like standalone bonuses that are like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. So that when you're like, oh, I'm struggling with making sense of what's on this, the number on the scale, you can just go to the bonus section and just watch a quick video or listen to a, a quick video, uh, listen to a quick audio. And that will give you like, so you can get that, that, that training or if you're like um you know struggling with nighttime snacking then that i'll have a, a specific training on that as well so um that is coming in march and the other new thing that i'm going to be experimenting with is an accountability system which will be optional but it will give you that extra incentive to to stay on track so uh, and if you're in this if you're going to continue in this staying naturally healthy group you're welcome you, you'll have the option to opt in for the accountability system or not um, and also we have some bonus classes in the Staying Naturally Healthy group. So on all sorts of things that I've coached on and improved in my life. So my relationship with time, um, relationships. So I did some marriage coaching, sex, aging well, gut health. <laughs> uh, and March, I'm going to do one on um, hormone health. And then moving forward, I'm going to do a bonus class every month for, um, for around different topics to do with different aspects of health. And um, actually, if you wanted to vote for what the new topics are going to be, I've got a little survey. I'll just put that in the chat. Amazing. Um, Christine, how would the accountability system work? 
I'm still kind of figuring that out, but it's, um, I'll, yeah, there'll be some way that we like check in every week um, or we can decide between you and me what the, who, if you're doing the accountability, how that, that check-in would work. Um, yeah, so I'm still still nutting it out, but I, I think that is going to be a key, key part for some people. Some people are independent learners and you won't need that, but other people, I think having that accountability of, yes, I'm, I am sticking to, to this, um, yeah, I think it'll, it'll be helpful for, <laughs> for most of us. Um, and then the final um, thing that you get if you just join the Staying Actually Healthy group, I'm actually going to start doing, I used to do this, have like one call a month uh, focused on um, changing your relationship with alcohol. So the Secret Society of Intentional Booze Hounds is going to be wrapping into the Staying Naturally Healthy group. So if you want to be like do some work around improving your relationship with alcohol, that will be um, a, another benefit that you, you're welcome to opt into. Um, yes, so that's that's everything. And the staying actually healthy group is ninety nine dollars a month. So if you and yeah, so if you want to take that option and stay on for another month or however long you like, then if you haven't already, let me know. Make sure you let me know. And um, I, and the other thing is, I'm opening up uh, applications this week for the new group that's starting in March. So I've just put the link in the notes there. It's just on Stone Soup. But if you know someone who is like struggling with their relationship with food and their body and wants to find some peace and joy and join us in being naturally healthy, then uh, just send them the link to the application uh, into to the, um, the invitation page because that's got all the, de the details there. Okay, so I won't recap positive restriction. Oh, and I will recap. So last week's lesson was around positive restriction and basically just this idea that that positive restriction is really just being intentional and that it's actually okay to intend to eat less um, and that it can be a really helpful tool. And it's a way to, because often a, a, a roadblock for people, a sneaky thought that blocks people from weight loss is, oh, I don't want to restrict, so therefore I'm going to eat this bag of cookies or I don't want to restrict, so I'm just going to have all this ice cream and or you know, just, I'm going to finish off this meal. And so the antidote to that, of course, is, is like, being okay it's, it's okay to have boundaries it's okay to have limits and the way we think about that is in terms of being intentional um okay so now let's talk about how to navigate derailments so the thing with derailments in any journey is that it's not if it's going to happen it's when is it going to happen like life happens to everyone <laughs> everyone and whenever we're making any changes in our lives particularly over like a long time frame like this six month program that of course there's going to be stuff that comes up that's unexpected or outside of gut control or something that that will be stuff that's expected and the thing is that we want to be prepared for the pre prepared for derailments rather than just like letting the waves come and bash into us. We want to learn how to swim and to have our safety like um, swimming gear on so that we can like get through the, the rough times without it like completely taking you know, 10 steps backwards. Because there's a thing in uh, you know, that Warren Buffett, the investor, always says is like number one rule of investing is don't lose money. <laughs> and I think, you know, being naturally healthy, it's not the number one rule, but if you're wanting to like make changes to your, your weight, not gaining weight is a really 
helpful thing because having those setbacks where you're going up and up or where you go up, like that makes it like just increases the time it takes to get to your goals. So if you can keep your weight stable during the turbulent times, that can be really helpful for keeping you like for helping you get to your, get to your goals. And so the thing that's funny though is like when you like I want you to really think about this is when someone has is going through a really tough time in their life, you never hear someone say, "Oh, look, life's been really crazy. Like, I'm, oh my goodness, my dental hygiene's out of like is really suffering because I haven't been able to brush my teeth." Like everyone still brushes their teeth when they go traveling. Everyone still brushes their teeth when they're having a crisis. Everyone still brushes their teeth, right? So we we can have habits that support us that we keep with us during the hard times. And so what I would invite you to do, the solution to navigating derailments is to actually decide ahead of time, what are your minimum requirement habits? So what are your baseline naturally healthy habits that are going to help prevent you or minimize any weight gain during turbulent times? And so um, I assume that you brush it like brushing your teeth would be one of them, but what else would you like to add in? And if, I, I, if you're, if you're not sure, I would highly recommend continuing to weigh yourself daily, like having that commitment to yourself of like, no matter what, I'm going to keep weighing myself. And if they, even if that's the only thing that I do, just so I have that data to, um, to like one way to keep me mindful of the impact of like, what I am eating and there's a there's actually I saw some research recently and it was it was done at a gym and I think they actually uh, like did it retroactively where they um, looked at like the weight of the people that go to the gym like six weeks before Christmas like the holiday season and then in at the new year and compared the people who Weighed, were weighing themselves every day versus the people who didn't weigh themselves and the people who weighed themselves every day on average didn't gain or they might have gained like a pound or something they didn't really gain much weight over the holidays whereas the people who the only difference between the two groups was that these people weren't weighing themselves the people who weren't weighing themselves and didn't have that little daily check-in they on average gained like you know four or five pounds or maybe it was five or six pounds so you know a couple of kilos and, and that was the only difference. So this habit of weighing ourselves is like we can't, what gets measured gets improved. So we can't not do something like it's just like we'll naturally we will do something about it. And the cool thing is like it's one active, it's one intentional habit that we have so that, that we do can do and then just in the background that we'll naturally like be more mindful of what we're eating, more intentional with what we're eating because we have that data. So I would really recommend having this as like I brush my teeth and I weigh myself every day. <laughs> and of course, if you're traveling and you don't have access to a scale, that's that's not going to be an option. And that that's okay. Like, or you maybe you liked it, may like to there have been people in the Naturally Healthy Club who have bought travel scales and taken them with them. You can get these little ones that don't don't take up much space in a suitcase. I personally this on this last trip I didn't because I was curious to see what it would be like not to weigh myself for six weeks. Uh, but yeah, so this is a, this is a, that that is one minimum requirement that I would have of myself, and then the other the other minimum requirement habit that I have is my daily practice. 
and actually on a streak of like 960 days or something so it's like over three years every single day I have done my daily practice and when I've, I've traveled I've crossed the international dateline <laughs> um, and the reason for that is and like and I think if you're having it as a baseline habit, having it as a like your daily practice, but also having like that minimum tiny version so that on the days where it is, life is really crazy, you're still checking in, but you're, it might just be that you open the app and think and, and you, and you might, or you might open your notebook and just write one sentence or write one word, or like just do a really minimum, tiny mini version, but just having that daily check in with, oh, this is my day. This is what's going on. You know, when am I going to eat? How, like, just having a little rough guideline for that can go so far to helping you um, stay intentional. And it's interesting, Micah, who's in the group, who um, she has been like having a stressful time, like having to move her mother and uh, do, do, uh, like a heap of things going on for her. And she said like she, her minimum requirement has been like weighing herself every day and she's kept up with her daily practice and her weight's been stable. Whereas normally when she would be going through a stressful time like this, her weight would be going up and up because she'd be eating randomly. So she's, she's really proud of that, but this is significant. Like this does make a difference. So I invite you to actually now just make that commitment to yourself that these two habits of tracking, like weighing yourself every day and doing, having some sort of daily practice where you're thinking through your day, uh, are habits that you will continue for life because they really do make a difference. And oftentimes if I catch up with someone who's been in a naturally healthy club and they're like, oh, I've gained a few pounds, like, oh, how's your daily practice? Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, I kind of forgot about that. And yeah, so like I have this as part of the program, like there aren't many things that, that, that we're doing as naturally healthy people, but this is one of them and it is foundational. So uh, yes, your daily practice. Then other things that you might like to consider um, is still keeping like some sort of proper meal schedule. So rather than if you're going through a difficult time, like falling into the grazing pattern, like actually setting that intention of no, even if I'm having a tough time, I'm going to pause and have meals, but that may be too much for you. Um, and the other one can be like still leaving bites behind. So if you're like, you know, eating out and traveling or whatever, like that you set that intention of, okay, I'm going to listen to my body and leave food when I feel satisfied. So that's four things that you could possibly have as your minimum requirements. I, um, but I would recommend having the, the two first two as solid, like this is not negotiable. These, I brush my teeth and I do these two things because it's going to help me. It's going to help me feel good in my body. It's going to help me make more intentional choices with my eating. And that is going to support me through it. Because the crazy thing is when we're having tough times, that's when we need to, like, that's when we need to be nourishing ourselves the most. So it's, it's so key. Um, and then I had some bonus tips for you when you're going through de derailments is two things, just remembering self-compassion. So and being like really loving to yourself and like of, like if you notice that oh yeah like I have forgotten to brush my teeth and I've forgotten what I've stopped weighing myself just having that compassion of like of course this is really hard and of course I've like falling into old habits and forgetting those things and then when you notice that oh yeah I've stopped doing that you can just choose like don't make it mean anything bad you just go oh yeah that's right I'm going to choose again now I need my minimum requirement 
like it's going to help me to have my minimum habits back. Let's get them going and just choose again whenever you notice. And if you have to choose again a few times, no problem. Just keep choosing, being kind with yourself and choosing again. Okay. So what is, is anyone, how's everyone feeling about this idea of having minimum requirement habits? Curious to see what you guys are thinking. Yeah, Jennifer's nodding. Amazing. Marisa, tell me your thoughts. <laughs> your thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, do this thing sounds good. Great. Okay. Does this, does anyone have any questions, or does anyone like? Go, oh, I'm not sure if that that could work for me. Is anyone having any hesitations? So, you can post in the chat or just unmute yourself and chat. Jules. Yes, Marisa. Um, so I started my my new um program today and I have a I have a journal that I have to um report to the doctor. So I'm I'm tracking everything that I eat. I'm tracking water, um tracking my weight and and that goes to to the doctor. Um, I have to track my exercise. So I'm like tracking everything. <laughs> everything. And I'm cooking my own meals. Um, I'm gonna try really hard not to eat out because it's so specific. Like they did a metabolic test on me and they created a recipe um book just for me based oh, really? on that. Yeah. Um so I, I'm not using, I'm not handwriting stuff, but I, it's like tracking. I've got food, water, uh, exercise, weight and body. Um, so there's a, a lot of tracking going on already. <laughs> and, um, I, you know, it's, I'm, I'm nervous about it, but I'm hopeful about it and um so it's it's gonna force me to do all of these things because the doctor basically said if you miss a day he's like you're gonna get a phone call from me <laughs> you know like i'm you've I'm got that accountability yeah so um and he he also said if if your weight starts to go off the rails you're gonna get a call from me because we're gonna fix it we're gonna do whatever we need to do to get you back on on track. So, um uh I have I've only eaten one meal, so I'm going to be eating two meals and a snack, um a lunch and a dinner and I'm basically intermittent fasting. So, like from uh I'll eat my lunch like at noon and then stop eating at like by eight o'clock and have that whole time where I'm fasting. Um so I guess that's kind of what we were talking about last week, the restrictive, intentional restriction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but my meal, you know, I think it was like 650 calories for my lunch. So it and and my wife was like, just remember to enjoy what you're doing, what you're eating. <laughs> I was like, yes. put that calorie <laughs> down. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to enjoy what I was eating and and slow down and I did 
end up eating everything, but it was definitely um, a lot less than I normally eat. So um, I don't know. I'm hopeful. So, you know, it just started today, but, and, and I'm taking some supplements and things and I, I have to make sure I get enough of this pink salt in my diet and, and things like that. Um, but we'll see what happens. Um, I have uh, 13 weeks that I've paid for and, you know, so I'm going to put my best foot forward. I have a lot of skin in the game as, the, as they would say, you yeah, know, I love that. And, um, you know, and I, and I, I was looking forward to coming on the call and just, you know, um, I don't know. I, I I love the format here with the support that you guys have, um, and I'm I'm happy to continue to be able to continue that. So, yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a, a winning combination. I hope. <laughs> yeah, I think so too, Marisa. So I'm kind of curious, Marisa. Like, how are you feeling about like all those? Because that's a lot that you're doing. Like, does that feel like good, or is it? Like how you how do you feel about all the the things that you try that you try? I to? I think that I need that structure. I I think I don't know if you remember. Yeah, you've been looking for structure like for a while. I <laughs> needed some structure because I I feel like um w without that um knowing you know what to eat and how much of it to eat like you know he was telling they tell me like all right you know cook five ounces of chicken you know some my protein is measured out and like a half a cup of quinoa and you know then these vegetables so i just know what what i'm supposed to be eating in in the proportions and not going hog wild so i think your was your ideas were more lenient and great but for me i just I don't think that I could be, I don't trust myself. And so I just needed that structure, but I don't think that I'm going to have to do this forever because it's kind of a formulaic thing. It's like, you know, you got your protein, your half a cup of carb and your uh, vegetable. And then I have a snack that's like, you know, uh, fruit, and not like 200 calorie combination and then dinner is basically the same thing as lunch but whatever protein i want whatever carb i want whatever um vegetable i want and just change it up so it's kind of like a formula i just have to get used to it okay okay so i don't think i'll be you know stuck to the the tracking and and you know but i'll still want to be weighing myself every day um in fact today i weighed myself twice because they gave me a special scale that goes to the doctor oh, but right right wanted to weigh myself on the scale that i have an app for that because i have all this data from before that has you know my chart and i didn't want to like abandon that because i want to keep the progress so i don't mind weighing myself twice i just have them next to each other <laughs> so Amazing. okay 
Okay, cool, cool. So, and do you feel yeah. like weighing yourself like could be your baseline habit that you commit to as like, because you've got this program for 13 weeks, but then after that, like it's like this yes. is something that I'm going to keep doing for life yeah. because it's going to be helpful. I, I have been weighing myself for over a year. Okay, amazing. Day. Right, I, right. So you already have that. Hit Like a, I was derailed, you know, so it yeah. was a two period and you know I got down on myself because of the Ozempic thing and I kind of was like screw it <laughs> and got upset but um you know Jennifer said you know it's a tool you know don't don't look at it that way just get on the scale and see what happens and it it was not that bad. So it was like, isn't okay. that amazing? Like when we like, <laughs> our brains often make like have that negativity by so our brains are like freaking out and thinking it's going to be really bad, but actually it's like, oh, actually it's uh, not, yeah. not as bad as you think. I mean, yeah, it amazing. could have been much worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The next so, time you have that derailed feeling, like it's good, good that you've like, it's not great that you've had it, but it's like, it's good that it's in recent memory. Yeah. So do you think like next time you're in that, that headspace that you could like come out of it more quickly and go actually if I'm yeah. like this it's I'm just feeling derailed it's okay but my minimum requirement is I'm just going to keep get back on the scale and that's my first step yeah definitely yeah I can do that. um you know th- there's some some days where like um you just forget like maybe you're not taking a shower one day it's like on the weekend and you're like oh I totally forgot to something like that happens it's so easy to get back on the next day like it's okay it's like that's not a reason why I just forgot you know yeah yeah I I wasn't taking a shower and I love the shower metaphor yeah I wasn't like undressed in in the, the the bathroom ready to jump on because I just didn't take a shower that day, which I normally do, but it was like, you know, one of those days where it's snowing out or something and you're just like stayed in bed. Oh, like, he's in the PJ, PJ day. <laughs> so, but, you know, so a, a day like that, definitely I would just jump back, back into it. Um, that wouldn't be like considered a derailment. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, derailment is definitely like a mental thing for me yeah (laughs) um like where i'm i'm upset about something um something's totally like you know messed with me like you know the insurance company (laughs) but um i i definitely think that i can um especially now you know with me needing to get on on the scale for this doctor but um i think after that is over with um you know like i said i have been doing it for over a year i'd I'd like to see the progress i'm just hoping that this program helps the, the scale go down you know faster than it has been amazing yeah yeah, it, it totally will, Marisa. So, okay, yeah. so you're feeling good about, like, you've got all these things that your data that you're tracking, but your thought behind it is, like, I'm doing this, I want this to work. And so, yeah, I yeah. want it to work. It's, it's, it's got to work because it's, it's work. 
you know, I'm eating healthy food in healthy proportions and weighing and wet measuring everything I'm cooking. You know, yesterday I, it was, it was not the greatest weather, but I went outside and grilled chicken breast. Amazing. <laughs> so, you know, it is February here in the Northern Hemisphere. So <laughs> I, I, I'm doing whatever I can. Um, even if it's, you know, not the most comfortable things, I'm doing what I can to to try to make things work. So I made a big batch and I ended up freezing some things so that I have things ready to go um, because I don't want to be like, oh, I don't want to cook. Amazing. You know, I love that you want to have thought that stuff too. ready. And I got a bunch of frozen vegetables from one of your videos I, I was watching about the frozen vegetables. I bought a whole slew of frozen vegetables so that there's there's no reason why i can't have vegetables ready at, at you know within four minutes you know exactly exactly <laughs> yeah so in terms of the belief your belief plan marisa like your thought that's going to fuel you through this next 13 weeks do you have a thought that you're like that you're actively like thinking intentionally to help you um what should we come up with one Oh, maybe we should come up with one. I'm, I'm just thinking I'm going to lose like, I'm going to lose like 50 pounds in the next, you know, three months. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. I, um, I understand what you're saying. Do you think it's like the thought can be, I want this or I can do this? Like, yeah. Do something um, simple? Yeah, I've got this. Yeah. I've got this. There you go. I've got this. Yeah. Yeah. So put that on a post-it and have it like, that's the thought that like when it's starting to feel hard, go, no, I've got this. Like I want this and just okay. come back to that thought. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. And then I think also what might be helpful for you, Marisa, is because like just to overcome the, the cycle, because you're like, okay, I'm getting my 650 calories here for lunch. <laughs> like so, because remember, we don't want you to start to feel psychologically hung hungry. Right. So yeah. do you like, within that program, like, have they given you a plan? Like, if you feel like you want to have, like, if that you're not satisfied. There are some lunch. free foods that I can eat. Okay. Um, like, do you know what the, those cognac, oh, yeah. cognac, those noodles are? Like, I can yeah, eat yep, I've had them. I yeah. want. So, like, if I wanted to make, like, uh, a low-sodium chicken broth with some spinach and those noodles, I can make a soup out of those things and and just you know fill up on that um you know cucumbers and celery things like that are free uh so i mean i do get a snack and i don't have to eat all of the snack at the same time i'm so usually it's like mixed nuts and dried fruit or uh a yogurt and a fruit so i can like mix and match yeah. okay. some of those things so that I'm, I'm maybe I eat one at one time and then save it for another like have two snacks instead of just one I haven't really because today was the first day I haven't like seen um like where I might get hungry or where I might run into a problem um yeah but, cool cool yeah. Okay, do you want to, will we check in next week and just see how yeah. you're tracking with it? 
but that's yeah. good that if you because if if you're feeling like you're not satisfied make yourself some of those noodles like make yourself yeah like, make sure you're giving yourself that option to have some more or bring your snack earlier so that you're not yeah. like, I actually so you feel like you you've got that I bought some of those noodles in the rice variety. And so like I can throw those into something like the, the ground turkey thing that I made today. I actually was like, hmm, should I throw some of those into that just to bulk it up? I didn't, but I can do that the next time I make it. Yeah, cool, cool. I'm like thinking that it, it might help me to just like feel a little more full. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Good. So once you, yeah, like when you finish a meal or what, like, thinking feeling like yeah that was enough like, yeah exactly so yeah. I have thought about that <laughs> okay great great yeah and then so maybe um like and maybe if we chat next week we can talk through like because there will like in 13 weeks you might have to like there might be a time where you need to eat out so actually getting yeah. a strategy for that you yep. know would be helpful awesome yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. I got this. I got Woo-hoo! this. That thought. Yeah, this. that thought, Marisa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you do. You do. You do. And like you wanted you wanted structure. You've got so you've got like yeah. ultimate instructor. I, I signed so, up for structure. structure. I got it. <laughs> yeah. And and actually someone had yeah, like um Judith had posted in the chat, like it's great that you can identify what you need and realize that you deserve it. Like, like so you've gone, okay, I'm feeling like I need some structure. I'm going to get myself some structure and like amazing, yeah. like let yourself feel really good about like I'm choosing this, I'm doing this, I've got this, yeah. So good. Okay, yeah. well, I'm looking forward to hearing how you're getting on next week, Marisa. All right. And thank you everyone thank who participated in the chat. Um, okay, did anyone else want coaching this week or are you ready to wrap up? Anyone struggling? Yeah, Jennifer. I'll try to be quick. Um, This was very timely. Okay. This was timely for me. And I want to know if you have anything, what I came away with dealing with. Oh, wait, before I start, uh, Marissa, good luck. And we're, I, I can think, I think I speak for everyone that we're thrilled. Thank you for sharing. And we're very excited for you. Um, Dealing with derailments. What I came away is, um, self-compassion but my head is kind of exploding because I've been doing your program and one of my takeaways has been uh, being really um, supportive and there's it's taken for the most part a lot of the shame away like if I'm not losing and basically I've been maintaining for many months I'd like to lose but I haven't but I'd prefer to have develop first develop a, a healthy relationship with food and listen to my body. Well, um, I spiraled a bit last week and it was kind of interesting because after I had the, that dinner that I posted about, I came away knowing I did not overeat and I expected a certain number on the scale. It went up the smallest amount that's possible to go on the scale and I spiraled. And I was thinking, I thought I was going to go down or I thought I was going to stay the same. But it was almost, but I spiraled. And it, and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Why am I having a reaction? Because one of the things is, it's just information. You just, but I kind of lost my mind. And at the time, 
I could have used a little bit more self-compassion, but I think I was thinking this keeps going on for so long. When am I finally going to drop the weight? So um, I don't know if you have, like when someone's losing their mind, I don't know if you have any other thoughts as to how to, how to, how to coach oneself when you're losing your mind, because this hasn't happened a lot over the time that I've been doing your program. Amazing. Amazing. Cool, Jennifer. So like when that happens, I think that like what can be really helpful is to like do that, do that thought download of actually like, cause the, the, the it's spiraling is such a good word to describe it. Hey, like the thoughts are like, and it's like, when am I ever going to lose this weight? Blah, blah, blah. Like, and so just rather than it being swirling in your head, like getting it out on paper. So just grabbing whatever okay. you can to write. Do, does that feel like something that, that would be like? Yeah. Yeah. If I could go back in time. So let's be clear. I didn't just spiral. I proceeded to eat a whole lot of gluten-free focaccia bread. that I <laughs> me. But it's still so strange because I would have chosen, I think in a normal circumstance to have like, an appropriate portion, but it was like, I ate my feelings. And it's something that I used to do all the time. So my takeaway has been, I managed to reset, um, I ate my feelings for one, maybe two meals, and then I kind of reset. But now I'm kind of, but now the scale has <laughs> not. But yeah, thank you for telling me to write my rather than to eat my feelings. Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's such a helpful tool, Jennifer. And it, it will just okay. help you get it out. And then you can see, like, and then you'll because then like when you're reading what you've like the thoughts, like you'll be using your more like your human brain, like your naturally healthy brain. And it'll be like it'll like it'll like you'll be able to have that compassion. Of like, of course, this is like frustrating, and of course I'm worried that I'm never gonna lose any weight, and of course, like all this stuff's coming up. And it'll help you like be compassionate. And then also like often you'll like, you'll move through that frustration and you'll be able to coach yourself and be like, hang on. It was up like 0.1 of a pound, which is like, like it's not even like half a cup of water. Like it's like. Oh, it was ridiculous. It was a total overreaction, but yeah, I, yeah. But I like, won't go into we've all it. Been there was a whole bunch yeah. of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also two weeks ago, we had discussed psychological hunger, and I don't know if I missed it. You had mentioned that you would either direct us or post, I think, more information about that. Do you know, do you have something about the psychological hunger? Is that yeah. for you? Yeah, that's, so there's an article that I discovered, like that, where I discovered the concept from, which was written by a psychologist who lost 50 pounds just by going from randomly grazing to having proper meals. And, um, yeah, so I, and I did post the link to that with the replay a couple of weeks ago, oh. Jennifer. Okay, I'll go um, back to the, I missed it. I'll go back to the replay. Yeah, but I can, um, it's in the bonus resource. I can describe it for you now if you like, okay. and then, then, we've, then we've got it because it's in the, um, in the resources. Um, hang on. Come on, Jules. If you can't find it, I can go back to the replay. I just didn't, since I 
attended live. Yeah, yeah of course, you wouldn't have looked at the replayer notes. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, come on. I need to clean this up. Um, if I just do. Oh, here it is. Here's the article. I'll just paste that in the chat so anyone can grab it. Yeah. And we can talk more if you if you've got any questions, Jennifer, like about psychological hunger, we can talk more about it next week if you like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for the coach. How does that feel, Jennifer? Like, do you feel like next time you're in that spiraling, you know, you like you'd be able to go, hang on, I'm spiraling. <laughs> let yeah. me get my notebook. And and had I taken a moment to think, you know what, let me just write down my feelings. I like I literally said instead of eating them, I think if I had written it, yeah. it probably it probably would have made a difference. And but even in, over in the that moment just make it really tiny like I'm just going to write I'm just going to write one word first and then if I still want the Picasso I can have whatever but just just make it really tiny so that but then often when you when you start you'll you'll naturally keep going yeah okay thank you amazing okay have a great week everyone so good to see you see you all um yes and I'll see you guys next week oh and there's a pop-up call this afternoon um Australian time so uh, if if anyone, but you guys have already been see see me once today, so you don't need to see me again. Okay, talk soon, everyone. Bye.